0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of 4 Vaginas Only. This episode is going to be discussing nausea and vomiting in pregnancy. I decided to do this one because of all the buzz surrounding Kate Middleton's hyperemesis during her pregnancy. So let's go. Hello and welcome to 4 Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. (laughs) I just love that intro music. It just makes me bounce in my seat. Does it do that to you guys? Let me know. Anyway, so nausea and vomiting in pregnancy is very, very common about 50% of women actually experience some symptom of nausea and vomiting during their pregnancy. And I've seen it range anywhere from just mild nausea every so often to what's called hyperemesis gravidarum or hyperemesis for short, which is the extreme form of nausea and vomiting during pregnancy. To define hyperemesis, it is persistent vomiting, That leads to weight loss and also leads to even signs of starvation that your doctor can test for in your urine, um, namely elevated ketones in the urine. And these symptoms need to be proven unrelated to any other cause. And it's a very common reason for pregnant women to get admitted to the hospital But like most things in pregnancy, timing is important for the diagnosis. Nausea and vomiting in pregnancy and even hyperemesis occurs before nine weeks of gestation. If it starts after nine weeks, your doctor will be looking for an alternative cause. Some alternative causes that can be identified include pancreatitis, kidney infections, thyroid dysfunction, and even preeclampsia which we'll talk about in an episode of 4 Vaginas Only coming soon. So what actually causes nausea and vomiting in pregnancy and the extreme hyperemesis? Some say it's a manifestation of a psychiatric disorder, an underlying psychiatric disorder or one that you've been diagnosed with. I'm not sure if I'm fully convinced of that in every case. What I do believe is that it's related to your hormones. Hormones, 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 right? In pregnancy, in just your period, hormones are something that women kind of just have to deal with. And in this case, it actually causes or can cause nausea and vomiting and hyperemesis in pregnancy. The hormones in particular that cause this are HCG, which is human chorionic gonadotropin. And that's actually the pregnancy hormone that is tested for when you, you know, pee on a stick for a pregnancy test. And also, estrogen, our favorite. Similar to estrogen in birth control pills, elevated amounts of estrogen, higher doses of estrogen in pills can cause nausea and vomiting in some. So higher estrogen in pregnancy can do the same thing. Now, there are some risks Um, Some things that you might have that could increase your chance of nausea and vomiting, and especially hyperemesis in pregnancy. For one, if you've previously had hyperemesis in pregnancy, you have a higher likelihood of having it again. Another thing is genetics, those pesky little genetics. If your mother had hyperemesis, your sister had hyperemesis, or severe nausea and vomiting in pregnancy, you have a higher likelihood of having it as well. Also, if you have a history of motion sickness or a history of migraines, those can increase your chance of having nausea and, vomit, nausea and vomiting and hyperemesis in pregnancy. Now, nausea and vomiting can be so severe that women can decide to terminate their pregnancy due to it, and it can also lead to major depression during pregnancy because it's just very uncomfortable, very saddening. You can't really go about your life how you would want to. So with that being said, nausea and vomiting in pregnancy is not something to just overlook because you think, oh, every woman gets it, every pregnancy has it. The earlier that it's identified, the earlier that it's treated, the less likely you are to progress to severe nausea and vomiting and hyperemesis, and the less likely you are to become hospitalized because of this. So I definitely encourage every woman out there, if you have nausea and vomiting in pregnancy, to talk to your doctor. And not just, you don't have to have the vomiting part. Even if you have severe nausea, talk to your doctor about it because there's things that we can do to help you. Okay, so obviously, if you're pregnant and listening to this or planning on being pregnant in the future or just curious, you're going to want to know how does this affect not only me, but the baby. So nausea and vomiting in pregnancy can possibly possibly lead to babies that are born with low birth weight or can cause a premature birth. But interestingly enough, nausea and vomiting and hyperemesis in pregnancies have a lower rate of miscarriage than those without these symptoms. That's because The high pregnancy hormones that are causing your symptoms are actually indicative of a healthy pregnancy. So go figure, you're suffering, but it actually means that your pregnancy is healthy. Now if you are pregnant right now, you know that the nausea and vomiting can make you completely miserable. But if you're not pregnant and listening to this, think of any time you've been nauseous or you've been vomiting. Um, whether it's from bad food you ate, too much drinking, or anything like that, you can kind of understand or sympathize, empathize, whichever one it is, on how these women feel. It just totally makes you miserable. But luckily, there are treatments out there. So the first thing I like to do as a physician is start simple. I don't like to throw the big gun medications at people that may not need it. So I start with the smaller things that you can do every day, change your lifestyle and diet maybe that can help. So one thing is taking prenatal vitamins, especially taking it three months at least before you become pregnant. Studies show that there's a less likelihood of developing nausea and vomiting if you do this. So that's one great thing or one great benefit of prenatal vitamins. Another thing is to avoid the things that make you feel sick. Sometimes it can be a certain odor or fatty food, spicy food. It can even be lights, flashing lights, little things around you. So identify what those triggers might be and do your best to avoid them. The other thing I tell people is to eat small meals. Sometimes when you have a very full stomach, it can increase your chance of just being nauseous in general. If you're full stomach and you kind of have a baby growing in there, you have your hormones going crazy, I mean, just think about it, right? So I advise eating small meals every one to two hours to avoid having that full stomach and hopefully prevent or at least lessen the nausea that you feel. Also, eating bland foods, things with not too much flavor. I know, I mean, I'm Caribbean. I love flavor. I love spice. So it's hard to avoid that sometimes. But when you're really sick, you know you really you have to try anything you can. So eat bland foods can help avoid the nausea. In addition, there is ginger. I love ginger. I think it has a lot of great benefits. Um, and one of the benefits in pregnancy is that it can decrease nausea and vomiting. Ginger tea, ginger candies, all of those things can decrease your symptoms of nausea and vomiting. Some also say that acupressure and acupuncture can work for them. So those are all things to try before we start with the medications. But obviously, if those things aren't working, if you continue to have the symptoms despite that, and medications are necessary, we'll go to that step. The initial medication that I give is actually a vitamin. And it's called vitamin B6. And it has been shown to reduce nausea and vomiting when taken regularly throughout the day. Even more so when it's combined with a medication called doxalamine, which is an antihistamine. Other antihistamines you might know are Claritin and Zyrtec, which are usually used to treat allergies. But your doctor might add doxalamine to your B6 in order to amp up the medication And decrease the amount of nausea and vomiting that you're experiencing. It's actually been shown that both medications together significantly reduce nausea and vomiting in up to as high as 70% of women who suffer from it. So it's definitely a great alternative. If you guys remember, not in the too distant past, Kim Kardashian actually got slammed a lot um, from people and also got reprimanded by the FDA because she promoted the medication called Diclegis, which is a combination of doxalamine and B6 in one pill, and she didn't talk about the um, important risks and the safety aspect of the medication. So one of the things that the FDA wanted her to point out was the fact that there's certain medications that you can't take with Diclegis, and there's also... Um, a risk of taking it if you're allergic to any of the medications within the Diclegis pill, which includes the vitamin B6 or doxalamine or any other antihistamine medication. In addition, and what I always tell people is that doxalamine can cause drowsiness. So you should not be operating any heavy machinery or driving while you're taking doxalamine or Diclegis. In addition, you should not be taking Diclegis if you are breastfeeding. So yes, we're talking about nausea and vomiting during pregnancy. So the majority of the time, you will not be taking doxalamine or Diclegis after you deliver. But to be on the safe side, it's just important to note that it does go into the breast milk and you should not be taking it while you're breastfeeding. So there you go. The FDA Kim Kardashian drama kind of spelled out for you. But more important than celebrity drama is having that discussion with your doctor about any medication that you're taking. So, you know, don't just take my word for it. Everybody, every individual, like I always say, is different. And I can't possibly cover every possible reaction that can happen with a medication when it comes to you because I don't know all of you. But I wish I did, but I don't. So any medication that you're going to try, make sure that you have a discussion with your doctor before you try it, especially during pregnancy. And sometimes the changing your diet, the acupressure, acupuncture, vitamin B6, doxalamine, you know, sometimes they don't work. They don't work for everybody. Your doctor might then jump to general medications that are used for nausea in the general public, such as Zofran or Reglan. Now, some studies show that there's an increase of birth defects with Zofran, especially when it comes to fetal heart anomalies if used in the first trimester. But the overall risk is still quite low for that. And just like any medication, you have to weigh the risks and the benefits. If you are severely nauseous, severely vomiting, not able to tolerate any food, any liquids, That affects your pregnancy as well. Um, And if none of the other medications work for you, your doctor might recommend starting you on Zofran. So have that discussion with them as to whether the benefit is worth the low risk. Also, steroids might be an option as well, but that's also not without risk. So discuss that with your doctor if it comes to that for you. But like I talked about briefly just a second ago, if you cannot tolerate even liquids without vomiting for days and days on end, or even one day or two days, it can affect your pregnancy. And if you can't hold down any medications that can help you with these symptoms, then you can no longer be treated as just an outpatient going to your doctor's office. And the majority of time, you will need to go to the hospital. Hopefully, it never gets to that. That's why all of these other steps need to be taken as early as possible during the pregnancy. So do not ignore nausea and vomiting in pregnancy and brush it off as just, oh, that symptom you see that everybody has on TV and whatnot when they're pregnant. Discuss it with your doctor because early treatment can prevent hospitalization and can prevent complications in your pregnancy. So now we've come to my favorite part of the episodes that I do. Myth, myth versus, versus, versus fact. 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 Okay, so the first question: nausea and vomiting in pregnancy is usually referred to as morning sickness. So that means it only happens in the morning, right? Is that a myth or is that a fact? Well, it's a myth. If you haven't kind of realized that from all the stuff I've said earlier in this episode. I'm going to clarify it here. Morning sickness is just a term that's kind of used in the media, um, and a lot of the times it does occur in the morning, but a lot of women also have nausea and vomiting during pregnancy during the entire day. Unfortunately, not just one time a day, which sucks, I know, but this one's a myth. The next question. If you have nausea and vomiting in your pregnancy, that means you're having a girl. (laughs) Is that a myth or is that a fact? This one is a myth, guys. I can't even count on two hands how many times people have come to me with different things and trying to figure out whether they're having a boy or a girl. Whether the heart rate is high early in pregnancy, the shape of the belly, uh, the shape of the breasts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and this is another one of them. If you are having severe nausea and vomiting during pregnancy, or any range of nausea and vomiting during pregnancy, it does not determine what the gender of your baby is. I'm sorry, you're just gonna have to wait a little bit further along in order to determine what the sex of your baby is with an ultrasound. These little signs early on in pregnancy. Have, hold no weight. It doesn't determine what the gender of your baby is going to be. And that's all, folks. That's the end of this episode on nausea and vomiting and hyperemesis gravidarum in pregnancy. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of 4 Vaginas Only. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and rate and like the episodes. In addition, you can get more information on my blog, FVonly.com and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Four Vaginas Only. Have a great day and see you guys next time.